Hello agents and welcome to the 14th episode of the Ingress Insights podcast hosted by myself, Pokemon Trainer Jay. Ingress Insights is a podcast all about an eye into game Ingress. In this episode we're talking about the new global op that started about two hours ago as I'm recording this podcast, but by his day of release should be in the thick of that. An anomaly that's been moved, a bit about Wayfarer updates and a few lingering effects that we've got in the game. And we also have the first interview slash chat in this episode of Ingress Insights podcast with the agent Sarah Amanda. And that will be in a part of our features section. So this is a bit of a longer episode to include that as well. So without further ado, I'm going to move on and talk about Cryptic Memories, the new global op that's just been announced and has already begun. It had been rumoured for a little while that the name of the next anomaly was Cryptic Memories and that's now been revealed to be correct. And we now have a global operation running alongside it as well. So I'm going to read through the update and then go through my thoughts on it. So this is posted by the Ingress team on their new site on the 10th of January. It says, Agents, an approaching XM operation of profound significance has been accepted. Some details of this operation have been marked for disclosure, others remain classified for now. From Friday the 12th of January 2024, 5pm UTC, to Monday the 5th of February 2024, 5pm UTC, a new events metric, Cryptic Memories Global Op, will become visible in scanners under the All Time tab. Agents may increment this metric during the operation window by performing one of the following actions. Destroying a resonator, you'll get one point. Deploying a resonator will get you two points. Upgrading a resonator deployed by another agent will get you two points. A two-tiered medal will be awarded to agents who reach the following thresholds. So tier one being bronze level is 1,500 points. And tier two, which is classified as a silver medal, is 15,000 points. Participating in this operation alone will not earn agents the Cryptic Memory Anomaly Medal. The faction with the greater number of agents achieving bronze or silver tiers of the medal will earn a point-based advantage in the Cryptic Memory Anomaly series, which runs from January through March 2024. Two subsequent disclosures will take place. So they did note that the badge would be revealed one week from the time of disclosure. The badge has already been revealed but in approximately two weeks from the time of this disclosure, so looking then about the 24th of January. Additional intel related to the Cryptic Memories Anomaly series, including additional information about the point-based advantage of the Cryptic Memories Global Op, and all of the supporting operations will be made public. So that's the end of the update from the Ingress team on there. The first level of badge is a yellow coloured labyrinth within a cube it should be the image for this podcast if you're listening on spotify or apple podcast come up and the higher level one is the same thing but purple it's a bit of an odd choice for the higher one but as it says you can do this global operation 
but unlike with Discovery and other anomalies, you won't get the anomaly medal. And reading through it, the medal for this is called Cryptic Memories Global Op, whereas the medal for the anomaly is singular, so it's Cryptic Memory Anomaly Medal. Reading on there, so Memory Singular for the Anomaly Medal, and that will be a different medal to the one you can earn from Global Ops, which is Cryptic Memories, if that makes sense. So I think this is a good event. I've got like that it's kind of popped in when January's was done in the event schedule by the 14th of January, unfortunately. So to have this going on works well. And agents have been asking for separate medals for those who attend in-person anomalies versus those who do the global events like with the machina and kinetic capsules so this seems to satisfy that want i think the cryptic memories logo looks quite good and i'm curious as to what the law will be with it we obviously we've had chronos talking about time moving realities things like that uh, obviously memories being things in the past so i'd like to see how that goes i think i'll pretty easily get the bronze medal i should be able to get the silver medal as well i've been out for a walk just as the event started i'm on 192 points which isn't too bad there's quite a bit of blue stuff to destroy and some neutral things to capture and link so I've been out and done that, and I'll get some more done through the weekend. And then I'm just going to move on now, focusing still on anomalies, to talk about the Chicago anomaly that's had an update. Niantic had previously announced that there was an anomaly happening in Chicago on the 18th of May 2024. However, they've now put out an update on the 11th of January, which says, Agents, thank you for your feedback and patience. After discussing with faction points of contact, we are rescheduling the Chicago anomaly from Saturday, May 18th to Saturday, May 25th, 2024. Please note the Naha anomaly remains scheduled as previously announced, taking place Saturday, May 18th, 2024. So this will be the first time for a little while, as far as I can remember, where the main anomalies are happening on different days i don't know whether that will affect something on there or change things down the line but looking around i see a few agents said there was some larger events going on which had hiked up hotel prices unfortunately and i think the points of contact have been pushing for a date change for a little while by the sounds of it so they've now managed to Get that changed it's only a week later and hopefully people haven't made too many plans to travel as yet or can still cancel them reschedule them if they need to but it makes sense to move it if there's larger things going on it's going to make it more difficult for agents to get out and do that i'm just going to be in now to remind you about second sunday as usual month with the podcast releasing on a sunday we obviously release a podcast when it's second sunday and this is january's second sunday and as usual you can do that from midnight your time to eleven fifty nine pm your time 
and to earn an increase on your second Sunday medal, you just need to complete any six unique ingress missions. They can be ones you've completed before, but they have to be unique ones. As said, you can't do the same one over and over again. The team have talked about changing this, but until March, completing six unique missions remains effective. But we may get an alternate array of challenges in subsequent second Sundays for Q2 and beyond. But for now, go out into the field, complete six unique ingress missions, which you can find by tapping on your missions tab. And then you'll be able to increase your second Sunday medal by one count. And, and I'm just going to move on now to some ingress adjacent news about Wayfair that some people have noticed. So I thought I'd share a bit more on that. Actually, briefly, before I move into Wayfair, I'm going to interrupt myself and just say that I'm going to link to a Cryptic Memories Second Sunday banner that has been created by the agent Medina. And this is pretty quick work from that agent to get a banner all ready to go. But if you do want something ready in your area when the Cryptic Memories anomaly begins, or if you want it for the Global Ops, that's all there and ready. I'll link it in the show notes and in the description. So you can look at that on the Google Drive and download that and upload it to Mission Creator. On to the Wayfarer update now. For agents who use Wayfarer, previously being called OPR, Operation Portal Recon, there's been noticed an uptick in edits and photos reaching a decision. Some coming in from like 2021-2022. So it's just an update to say that this is intended behaviour and Wayfarers will be getting more photos and edits to review. It may be to help clear the backlog, like I said, with some being from 2020-21, things like that. They've been sat in the system for a while and unfortunately there's no way to check those on the contribution pages as yet, despite what the email says. So... If you see a lot more when you're reviewing, that's fine, it's intended. If you're getting a lot more decisions back, that's also fine and intended. But if you have any photos or edits that you think need doing, as I say, they seem to be getting reviewed more now. So I encourage you to submit any changes that need to be made to portals and get those updated. And obviously try and pay it forward and do some reviews as well if you're going to submit things. And to move back now to Ingress to talk about a small update in the App Store. This store update is not regarding an actual update to the app. However, it's regarding a tagline that's been updated for Ingress. So if you go onto your App Store, Play Store, just underneath the Ingress app, there'll be a little line about what it is. And it used to say capture the flag IRL but this got updated sometime in December and it now says explore and capture the planet I don't know if the new one fits better if I have to explain something really basically about ingress I'll go with it's capture the flag and then link the flags together but explore and capture the planet works very well as a tagline and trying to get people to get more interested in it I think I don't know 
if there's anything that you think would work better on what we've had for previous taglines. I've not paid that much attention to it myself, but we'll see what works for the Ingress team. And I'll just walk. So now move on to talk about some lingering effects is probably the best way of determining it and discuss some things that are still hanging around that agents expect to have ended by now. With the end of the discovery anomaly on the 18th of December, agents were expecting that the bonus for linking under fields, where links shorter than 8 kilometers in length would be created under fields, would end when that anomaly ended on Monday the 18th of December at 5pm UTC. However, it's been reported that's still lingering and hanging around and still possible to do. So it's not clear whether that's a new feature, whether it's being turned off at some point. But agents have reported it's still possible to do that. So if you want to do that, you can obviously go out and do it. In addition, the Peace Beacon Kinetic Capsule recipe is still active from what we'd read about the efforts going to Hawaii that was meant to end at the end of December but we're now here on the 12th of January as I'm recording this and it's still ongoing so it's not clear either when that will end I'm quite happy myself for that one to continue and get more beacons that I can craft in that way uh, my local resistance agent guessed I had about 50 and uh, it was a bit surprised when i told them i had about 110 that i've been deploying and using up to get through my kinetic capsules so i say i'm happy for that one to stay around but at the moment who knows when they'll end enjoy them whilst they're still around uh, i'm going to move on just talk about a fan site as well if you don't know already there's quite a good and useful fan site out for ingress which is just simply ingress.plus and this allows you to see all the badges available in the game and if you log in you can then mark off what badges you've got and get your profile complete on there and it's also now home to media grass where Agents collect various media that's hacked from portals or given out in codes to see any previous images talk and go through all of those details there, even things like the North Star feature, little scribble that was a media, things like the Chrono stock as well and previous Ingress First Saturday media. You can support them by using Kofi, which would be useful to do but at minimum i'd recommend you check out ingress.plus mark off the medals you've got and you can also download high quality images of the medals there if you want to use them in various things if you for example ran an ingress podcast and wanted to grab the latest anomaly medal you should go to that website and download it perhaps but i think that's all we've got on news for now so I'm going to move on and to our features section. This section at the end will also include the interview with Sarah Amanda. And just as a heads up, we do go off to some non-ingress topics. It's just more of a general 
chat. I'm not going to fall through for talk about things they want to and force them to go back to ingress when the conversation is naturally flowing. So if you're not interested in the non-ingress chat, that's absolutely fine. But I'll get you on to me talking about year 10 now and my thoughts on that. In 2022, Ingress celebrated its 10-year anniversary. So before I get into the news of that and the updates they did at the time, 10 years is really good for a mobile game. There's only a few games that I can think of off the top of my head that reach that kind of age and still have active players. There's a game that I play based on the How to Train Your Dragon series that will be 10 this year. Things like Angry Birds is 15 years old now, so there's not many mobile titles that make it that far. So, first of all, I think that's really good that Ingress is still going after 10 years. Now, 11, 12 years I'm recording this. But, yeah, just getting that out of the way first of all. Uh, I will read through the Ingress Year 10 Pathfinder update, which they posted on their new site on the 4th of November. Says agents in 2022, we have delivered live events that help on this one decade of research on XM to advance Career's Effect, Kythera, Superposition, Epiphany Dawn, over 40 Ingress mission days, and improvements to help keep Ingress going, improving portal history layers with inverted highlights, Matrishoka link, so linking in the field, dynamic link to portals, Ingress missions, and agent profiles native refresh rate, audio AR and head tracking, purchasing item bundles from deploy attack slash inventory carousel. Going forward, we have plans to improve agent onboarding, bring back Hexathlon in-game, introduce player versus environment PvE gameplay, bring Ingress first Saturday back to the real world, reopen Ingress mission day application with improved process. To commemorate Ingress Year 10, the following bonus will be in effect between 10th of November 2022, 5pm UTC, and 21st of November 2022, 5pm UTC. So, double AP on all actions, double deploy of level 8 resonators, drone cooldown reduced to 10 minutes, hacks on friendly portals will yield two times the amount of building gear, so resonators and power cubes. Hacks on enemy portals will yield two times the amount of attack gear, XMPs and ultra strikes. Kinetic energy distance for all programs reduced from 8km to 1km. And up to 10 total kinetic capsules can be activated in parallel. The Pathfinder Year 10 medal will be awarded to all agents who had more than 0 AP from the Year 9 anniversary, 15th of November 2021, through to the end of the Year 10 anniversary celebrations, 21st November 2022. And the medal distributions are the same as year 9, so bronze level 3, silver level 9, gold level 13, platinum level 15, onyx level 16, and recurse agents get onyx medals as well. And in the store they had a BOGO portal fracker for 4800 CMU, BOGO apex for 2500 CMU, it also had an IQ Tech DroneNet 2021 digital kit, which was 19,000 CMU. And that came with, obviously, the medal for the IQ Tech DroneNet 2021. 
40 power cubes, 40 XMP bursts, 40 resonatus, 2 Aegis shield, 30 rare multi-hack, 30 rare portal shields, 30 rare heat sinks, 10 rare link amps, 2 rare kinetic capsules, 2 Jarvis virus and 2 Ada refractus. And they said about sharing any updates and sit reps with them on the forums and signing up for a friendly competition for the Ingress Worldwide Stats Competition 2022 so they shared in their official post and obviously we talked about that for 2023 and linked to that in the previous show so the Pathfinder medal remind everyone kind of Da Vinci things or possibly like a Machina soldier at the Onyx level where it has red eyes and red cogs and gears and I want to just highlight where they said what they would do going forward. So they noted they would improve agent onboarding. That's been done, I would say. There's a tutorial now in the game that seems a lot better. They said they would introduce player versus environment gameplay. That's now happened with Machina being more of a thing. They also noted they'd bring Ingress first Saturday back to the real world. Again, that's not something you can do virtually now if you still want the badge tick so that's done they also mentioned they would then reopen ingress mission day application with improved process i believe that one's been done i haven't tried to apply for a mission day myself but there is a new process for it as far as i know the only thing on this list they've not yet done as we're going through year 11 looking forward to year 12 is bring back hexathlon so that's something i'll probably talk about in a future show once I know a bit more about hexathlons because I've not participated in one myself but it's something we'll go forward and discuss on there. Uh, what I'll do now is get you on to the chat with Sarah Amanda and then move on to talk about the final feature and then get everything wrapped up for the podcast. Hello agents and welcome to a special section of the Ingress Insights podcast where you get to hear a different voice other than my own where I talk to agents about their experiences with the game, what kind of things they're looking forward to. So for this first interview we've got the agent Sarah Amanda on and they'll be talking to us about what they think about Ingress and seeing how we go from there. So first of all Hello and welcome, Sarah Man. <laughs> hey, it's good to be here. Thank you. So I've sent over some questions to go through with you anyway. We'll go through and cover those first of all and kind of see where that leads into. So I know you as Sarah Manda. Is that also your agent name in the game? Yeah, um, I ended up just keeping the name same just to keep it simple. Is that from previous Niantic games you've had that name or a name you've already had in previous things? Yeah, so back when I created, um, I first played Pokemon Go, that was my first Niantic game. And at that time, my main circle friends in real life was shifting from mostly college video gamers to mostly, mostly local board gamers. I played some games with them online and I was so relieved that a lot of them use some variation of first name dot last name as their online name because that way i only had to learn one name per person 
So I was starting to use some variation of my actual name in my online names. So that's why I have Amanda in my name and because my name is actually Amanda. And, um, but that name's already taken, of course. So I had to add something. At the time I was reading Game of Thrones and there's a Lady Knight character in there. So that's where the Sarah came from. Um, one time somebody asked me if it meant like to be like the Spanish word. And I was like, no, but I like it. So that, that would also work to be Amanda. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> and are you resistance or enlightened at the moment? Yeah, my favorite color is blue, so I chose resistance. Much same thing as I went for enlightened. <laughs> I was like, yep, green, I'll be the green team. Is it something you consider changing if you recast or are you staying blue for good? I've kind of thought about it because a lot of the people locally that I chat with happen to also be enlightened but i don't actually see them regularly enough but i think ah maybe i'll just sit on 16 and if the reason makes sense i can recurse to green and then i can power my way back up as quickly as possible to 16 to recurse again back to blue <laughs> yeah i know quite a few people that do that and blast through those levels pretty quickly i've only recast once myself and stayed green, so I don't know for next time, probably middle of this year when that happens. I'll see you there. And obviously for Ingress, we've just got to the end of the Kronos event, which had a badge, not to the end of the first Saturday event, which is today. Is there a particular badge that you're most proud of earning or one that you enjoy getting higher tiers on probably the opr live badge because i had to be very intentional to get that one out of nowhere it was like well i mean you kind of knew it would come but you, it was almost out of nowhere you have seven days to do 500 reviews <laughs> if you do it you get a badge and i don't you know it's holiday time i don't know if i would have pushed through otherwise no i think it was a good incentive for people especially I think the last few Wayfarer challenges is more Pokemon Go players than Ingress players. So I think this spurred on a lot of Ingress players to go off, do the challenge, do 500 and get the badge. So it's good. And then obviously in Ingress there's a lot of lore. I admittedly don't know it all and lots of characters. Have you got a favourite piece of lore or a favourite character that's featured on badges and things? So I'm not familiar with pretty much most of the lore and characters, but I have to say that Toast is fabulous. And when you mentioned that the new the 2024 badge had Toast on it, I was like, I have to buy that. <laughs> so I <laughs> ran over to the shop to get it. Yeah, no, I quite like the Toast. I've been a while since we've had the Toast glyphs and things like that. I liked when we had that event and Toast Week. So I think the team done pretty well to get events and badges out of what was probably an error about the toast notification many years ago. <laughs> so thinking as well about like something you might want in Ingress if there was a hypothetical Ingress genie that said you could have one Ingress related wish, what would it be? I would want more key lockers because that's my most favorite thing to do. I like to just collect keys, veneer keys things I submitted into the game and so I 
someday I'm gonna I'm gonna be desperate. I don't know what I'll do when that happens. <laughs> I assume you have six key lockers that are all full. Then in that oh, case, oh yeah, that is <laughs> that is the best investment I've made. <laughs> I admittedly I need to sort out my key lockers. A lot of them are unorganized, but it needs to be a empty them all out, clear them, put them all back in. That will be a bit of a time sink, like like organizing Pokemon PC boxes by type and level and stuff, that kind of operation <laughs> for me. I did I did go through my key lockers recently and I found I had some duplicate keys, like, you know, several lockers had the same key in it and I was like, oops, I need some better organizational method. <laughs> I think mine are all named, but if I look at them now, they're not going to make any sense to me as what keys are in there. So <laughs> it's something I need to better and then obviously that's the hypothetical ingress genie but if you had kind of a one-on-one -on -one or something you tell the ingress team to do directly assuming the genie's already granted your key locker which what would you want them to know so I guess off the top of my head, the um, I used to subscribe to Core because I really the 500 extra spaces were very valuable to me, and all the mm. other stuff was just fluff that I didn't really pay attention to. Um, but so five dollars a month, sure, 500 extra spaces. Eight dollars a month, still 500 extra spaces, not that great. So mm. I um, eventually unsubscribed. If the extra CMU didn't sell you on it, then it's a bit more fluff. I mean, I bought six key lockers, and then there were no more key lockers. <laughs> Makes sense. Although, and it then... did get me the toast badge, so there was that. <laughs> Is there anything else you can think of that you'd really want in Ingress, or anything you would take out of Ingress, if you could? Okay, so, I don't know if this counts because maybe this is just me not knowing how to play the game or something. But um, so with the um, being able to place beacons, is there more than one way to do it? Because the only way I know to do it is you open the menu and then you go to inventory and then you click boost and then you scroll past all the apexes and stuff to get to the beacon and then you click the beacon and then you click the portal. And then if you want to use a second beacon, you have to do all of that again. Yeah, that's the only way I know how to do it as well and with i've crafted a lot of peace beacons with the event that's been going on and usually i'll just lay out a whole row of those when i'm blowing up stuff to annoy my local opponent <laughs> so yeah i've been walking a I've been... lot of sorry i've been walking a lot of peace beacons and i was like oh i have i have 30 of these in my inventory i better use them and it mm. takes a long time yeah that is a pain uh, I think that's about it from the general sort of questions that I had to go through. Obviously, if there's any other bits that you can think of related to Ingress that you want to discuss, say how you found the Kronos event, because that's obviously ended recently, if you've been doing any overclocking for that. I haven't actually done overclocking yet. I mean, so, um, when I was in New York for a, um, an event, uh, a different event. 
um, somebody showed me overclocking. I was like, okay, cool, that's neat. And so then I tried it the next time I walked over to something that had it, and I was like, nope, I'm going to exit the screen right now. I don't know what's going on. So I'm still, um, still trying to learn some of the glyphs, so trying to recognize them in 4D is a bit uh, tricky. And yeah. Um, <laughs> and sometimes you... I get the, like, I'll remember the name of the glyph, but then when I'm, it's time to draw the glyph, I'm like, I don't remember what it looks like, but I remember <laughs> it's called Together or whatever. I was going to ask, do you remember the proper names or do you remember your own names for them? <laughs> A mix. So I'm, some of them I tr started trying to learn the proper names, but some of them I'm like, my name is one syllable and the proper name is more syllables. So. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever will get me through it, but I've, I try to avoid extremely vague, invented names like Arrow. Yeah, mine. There's a lot of names. I remember some, but then some I would just call Soap Hat Left Diamond, because I know what those are to me. <laughs> I think there's one that I remember as Alien Head, which I can't remember the actual name for. Where you draw or put it off to the sides and get lots of points on it. <laughs> I remember the proper name for it at some point. <laughs> yes, if I knew the proper name, I might know which one you were talking about. Because I'm like, alien head, which one looks the most like an alien head? <laughs> I think present, or maybe it's called now, that's probably what the proper name is. But I just think of it as sit, because it looks like a chair. Yeah. Or a stool. There's one that looks like a question mark that's called something else but I do that as question marks that's basically what it is so I've done a few bits on Jonos myself and done a bit of overclocking but I know it's a pain to get all the portals ready for it because obviously there hadn't been scans issues with that unfortunately but people seem to have enjoyed it but then Unfortunately, after the 14th of this month, that's all the Ingress events done for the month. I know you play Pokemon Go and Pikmin a fair bit, as do I, where there's events going on throughout the month. So Ingress always feels a bit sidelined on that when the events end abruptly after second Sunday, <laughs> and that's it. There's actually a fourth game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also play a lot of Monster Hunter now, so I'm trying to play four uh, games at the same time. <laughs> if I'm with other people, I'm like, Shh, just be sorry. I need a moment. I'm trying to play four games. Don't I don't I don't know if I recommend that. <laughs> I'm also good of that. Go out on a Pokemon walk. I'll do reach the showcase, doing grass on the way back, and intermix it with. Monster Hunter as well, pick up from various bits and try and paint more things to then do with other people later. <laughs> so, and then Pikmin's planting flowers in the background as well, if I remember before I started off. If I don't get a text from my group to say, please plant flowers, I can see you're on a walk. <laughs> I do usually try and remember. I can hold like a thousand petals now, so usually I can just start on community day and not have to think about it. Well, oh, I have to check to get my my stuff, the one hour or two hour stuff. But 
mine is whatever the default was. Unfortunately, I have not upkeep my storage. <laughs> it's it's probably the best investment is just being able to hold more pedals. It's nice to be able to walk for a long mm. time and not run out. Yeah, definitely happens to me a lot. So it's something I should invest in. Really, <laughs> I think that's really about it. That we've got to go through regarding ingress. So if people want to hear more from you, hear you try and pester Niantic for Pikmin Bloom to sync and things like that, where can they do that on social channels for yourself? Not really. I have a Twitter. I don't understand how Twitter works, though. So don't. If you message me on Twitter, I won't know how to check it. Um, if you see me on Discord, that's my name. Sarah Amanda. Just at me or whatever. And usually in the Wayfarer discussion Discord. And as, so, I'd assume a few of those, but that's the main one I know you from. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in there. I'm in the there's a Monster Hunter Now server, I'm in that. I don't post. Um, and a few others. Yeah, that's fine. I wouldn't bother with Twitter myself at the moment. I don't think it's got long left personally, but fine. Thank you very much for speaking with us, Sarah Amanda, and we sharing this in the episode and any further bits there and news that's happened. Thank you very much. For the feature for this podcast, I'm going to talk about recharging and mostly focusing on remotely recharging. So in Ingress, you can recharge a portal's resonators if they're running low and they're your own color. If you're stood on the portal, you can do that in range of the portal. You can tap, choose to recharge. People used to do something called tap recharging to get more AP, but with changes to the AP that you now get from recharging, so you either just charge them all at once and get the AP that way and get everything recharged. You need enough XM on your bar to be able to recharge that. So you may need to use a hypercube to recharge, for example, level eight portal with a lot of resonators on. But as well as doing that, if you're not within range of a portal, you're able to remotely recharge a portal by using a portal key from your inventory. So to do that, you just need to locate the portal key. If it's in a capsule, it needs to come out of the capsule or key locker that it's in. And you can then tap on the portal. Same thing, it has to be your colour and need recharging. So the resonators are running low. And then you'd act as if you're within range of that portal. So you tap the key, it would take you to the portal. And from there, you can tap charge from the options. The reason this is quite a popular thing is that in previous anomalies, agents were able to gain the anomaly medal by tapping to recharge a portal, even if they weren't in that area and they would still earn the badge. There's been previously things called recharge rooms set up where agents from a section will gather in a pub or somewhere like that 
keep an eye on certain portal keys that they've been provided and ensure they're recharged to stop the other faction taking them down. And for example, I imagine at the anomaly I attended in Brighton, there would have been recharge rooms set up by my faction, so the agents who couldn't attend that in person, had the relevant keys and were able to keep those recharged for us. I did see a few bits recharged where there was no one around to recharge it, so it was definitely a remote recharge. But it's a useful thing to do, and it's something people used to do a lot for ingress first Saturdays, when they were virtual, going around and recharging and making sure they got the required amount of AP. But we don't know what the rules will be for the Tick Memories anomaly, whether that will still be possible, or whether they want to encourage people to be there in person now that we have a different medal with global ops medal but we'll see but that's how you do remote recharging if you do need to do that and i'll move on now to get everything all wrapped up for everyone Thank you, agents, for listening to the 14th episode of the Ingress Insights podcast and one with our first interview on there. If you want to be interviewed, sit down for a chat. You can just contact me via any of the social channels that are in our description. Obviously, if you do enjoy the podcast, it helps if you rate it on the podcast service of your choice, if you have that option. And it also helps increase visibility for the podcast if you vote in the Spotify polls and Q&As that are active on there and we will be back with another episode next week I'll probably talk about my progress so far with the Triptych Memories Global Op and anything else going on with Ingress if you have anything to send us or anything you want us to cover please do again contact us via the social channels that are posted or you can email us over at ingressinsights at gmail.com. But I think that's all for this episode. So thank you very much for listening and I'll meet you all out there soon.